We're doing the eighth day of Sivan, Yemei Chabad. This is in the year Tofresh Lamad Beis, that's 632. Uh, that was the day that the Rebetzin Dvoraleya, who was the daughter of the Rebbe Maharash, got married uh, to uh, Rebbe Moshe Leiv Ginsburg. Um, she was, uh, what date was that to come out to in the what English date? The eighth day of Sivan in the year 600. And 32. It was uh, June the 14th, 1872. June 14, 1872. Uh, the Rebetzin Dvoraleya was the older daughter of the Rebbe Maharash. Rebbe Maharash was the fourth Rebbe in the lineage, Rebbe Shmuel. And uh, her husband was uh, the Chosid, Rav Chosid Moshe Leib of Ginsburg. Last name was Ginsburg of Vitebsk, considered to be. In the uh, invitations uh, to his daughter's wedding, the previous the Rebbe Maharash writes in his letters, "As God has granted me the great privilege to see my daughter getting married with her uh, chosen, uh, distinguished husband, this Mashari Leib Ben, and his son of he was a also a." Uh, from a wealthy family, this this this, this son-in-law came from a wealthy family. Uh, his father's name was Abzal Zalman, and he says the wedding has been set for Friday. They made weddings on Friday. Friday. Uh, this was uh, the day after Shavuos. It's exact schedule like this year. We have Shavuos is on Wednesday and Thursday, and they made the wedding on. Friday, uh, that's the uh, eighth day of Sivan, the Arab Shavuos. Um, and he's, he's asking, uh, his invitation is asking those people that are dear to him, they should come to join in the uh, festivities, in the wedding, and Hashem should grant us to be able to rejoice with the Chosen Kala and to give us all the blessings. This is the invitation that he sent. So it says about this Rebetzin, about the Dvar Aleya, the daughter of Rebbe Marash, the previous Rebbe writes in his Sichas, see the Rebbe Marash was, uh, was his grandfather, the previous Rebbe's grandfather. So this was his grandfather's, uh, um, this was his father's sister, that was his aunt. This was the uh, aunt of the previous Rebbe, Dvar Aleya was the aunt, this Dvar was the aunt of the previous Rebbe. So he writes that uh, during her uh, youth, he says, my father related to me specifically how they would be sitting next to the table of their father, which is the Rebbe Maharash, for the meal on the last day of Pesach. And the father said to them that today is the last day of Pesach. So I asked my father, Rebbe Rashab says, I asked my father, why is the last day of Pesach a festival? So the Rebbe the Marash said to his uh, other brother, the Rebbe Rashab has another brother, the Zalman Arun, the Razor, maybe you can answer him his question, uh, why is the last day of Pesach a festival? I don't know, Zaman Aaron says, he doesn't know why is the last day, why is it a festival? So Dvaraleya, who was sitting next to, next to our mother, this is the Rebbe Rashab telling his son, the previous Rebbe, she got up and she says she knows why Akron Shal Pesach is a festival. 
And the father said, if you know, go ahead, say, why? So the Raleigh said, when the Jewish people keep seven days of Pesach as the law requires, and they are careful not to even touch a drop of chametz, so then they make a festival of the last Pesach, because all Jewish people are happy that they were able to go through the entire Yont of Pesach without stumbling on eating chametz of Pesach. So they're making a festival for being successful Yom <coughs> After my father heard her response of Dvarileya, so my father says, Dvarileya, uh, you have a good head. I mean, this was, this was a young kid. I mean, they were young kids, doesn't say the age, but we're talking about at a very young age. So after the meal, we went in together with our father to our grandfather, which was the father of the Rebbe Marash, the Tzemach Tzedek, the third Lubavitcher Rebbe. So they went in to the Rebbe. And my father related to the Tzemach Tzedek, to the grandfather, the idea that Varalea suggested that the reason we have the last day of Pesach is to celebrate, um, um, to celebrate the Yontif, the success of the Yontif. And my, the grandfather Tzemach says that's a good, good explanation for that holiday. In another place, the priesthood writes that um, on the 16th day of Menachem of, in the year Tovrej Nun Vav, he says, I traveled to Vitebsk and I was there for 10 days as a guest of my uh, uncle, uh, Razo, that was this her husband. Uh, no, the Razo. No, that was his his um, his uncle uh, Razo. That's the Rebbe Rashabs, and also his aunt Dvereleya. Uh And the Dvereleya, the aunt, she remembered very well the grandmother Chayamusia, who was the wife of the Tzemach Tzedek. And she heard a lot of stories from her, from what she had seen and what she heard from the uh, the Rebetzin Sternov, the you know, the, still the uh, the wife of the Alter Rebbe. So they had, so the lineage sort of was there. They still had sort of people that remembered the other people and that they could, uh, the lineage from the first Rebbe. And the previous Rebbe writes that did visit in Vitebsk gave me a tremendous amount. The, the, the previous Rebbe used to write down a lot. He was a prolific writer. He would write down all the stories of the families. You know, today everybody is doing their family trees and doing uh, all the different things. But the previous Rebbe, long before that, I mean, these were holy tzaddikim, but he, he recorded a lot of the stories, a lot of the history, and he, would, he was uh, an avid listener, and an avid, he would love to write, to, to hear. He, his father instructed him to write down. He kept a very... He had, he had a very uh, a detailed diary of everything that took place throughout uh, the uh, tumultuous times, you know, and that they lived, starting off with his youth, from the old memories from the old home and through all what transpired with him. Um, the Rebbe said this was a new source of stories that he, that he was able to hear. Uh, the Rebbe once related by the Fabrengen, that they say about the strength of the Dvaraleya, the daughter of the Reb Marash, that when she found out that her father passed away, she turned around, she faced the wall, and she stood there for three days. 
Like that. Wow. She's in a shock. Three days. She didn't know anything what went on, nothing what went on around her. So, you know, I mean, these are, again, these are different kind of people. These are Rebbe's children, and these are different, uh, different times and different people. And be careful. Again, Have a good day. They'll see you. And, um, um, but you do see that um, each one of them, you know, has a whole story with a whole history, and there's, uh, the, their, their life was actually an exemplary life. And you can see that they displayed, you know, Royalty and uh, dignity and uh, uh, perseverance, you know, and you just they were, were They were treated more as royalty in Europe than they were in Because actually, a lot of them, the village, they were the king. They didn't have any competition. Yeah, that's, um, I'm, again, the world was a, a much smaller world. The world was a much smaller world at that time than it is today. Um, but, you know, some of these outstanding people, I guess, even in, uh, in other times, you know, it's, it's regards, it says with regards to Noah, <coughs> it says, sometimes it says that if he would be in another generation where everybody would be tzaddikim, <coughs> he wouldn't be such a big, yeah. because it was only because everybody in his generation uh, was was bad, so that he was uh, sort of good. Um, and but if he would have been with other great tzaddikim, then he wouldn't be special. Other words says that even amongst his people, he can be. So of course he would be others. He would be even on a greater level. And the same is true of these people. You know that um, these were distinguished people. I mean, if in any time that they would live, in some cases, they would have been. Was educated in, you know, 